Dance Your Heart on Fire podcast, episode number 44. Yeah, I think I've seen your name around here and there, but that's when like you really, I guess, became introduced to the Kizoma scene on, I guess, a wider scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with mm. Albir, with the videos and the demos and things like that. The one, my favorite one is the, the Sabawana one. Um, yeah. <laughs> that one was a really know, fun one to watch. <laughs> yeah, that is, is really funny, that song. When he showed me the song, I was like, really? When there's only... <laughs> no, it was really nice. The energy of the song is, is really nice. Awesome, awesome. And uh, one part in the song where you guys like are walking down the aisle like in the wedding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but Albi is really funny for that things. He's like a, a clown. He, he likes to make laugh to the people. And yeah, in that moment, I was like, really, are you doing this? <laughs> <laughs> so was it something but that yeah, was, was planned good. before? No, no, no. I didn't knew that he was really <laughs> going to do that because he showed me the song and and because he was like, I want this song. I want to do them on this song. Lana. And I, I I just listened once and after he put, because we never prepared the, the demos. Never. <laughs> never, ever. Welcome to the Dance Your Heart on Fire podcast, the podcast dedicated to inspiring dancers worldwide whose hearts have been touched by music and dance. The universal language of dance and music is spoken by many of us throughout the world. We want to motivate the dancer in you by sharing stories, insights, and ideas to enhance your journey. Join us now with your host, Charles Ogar. Hello, hello everyone. This is Charles with the Dance Your Heart on Fire podcast coming at you with another episode this week with the one and only talented, beautiful, and I guess super approachable and friendly because we met in Sweden, uh, Sara Panero, I have here on the phone, on the line, on the Skype, on the internet, and she's going to be here with us today to kind of share some of her insights with us. So thank you so much, Sarah, for taking some time out of your night to come and talk with me. Thank you. <laughs> and the people that want to hear my <laughs> my things, I don't know why, but thanks to them for being interested. <laughs> you, so this is, this is why I like to do this podcast because you have so many people who love to watch you dance, you know, like your mm -hmm. videos with Albir and things like that. And people want to know more about you, but even if you like go to a festival, people don't really get a chance to sit down and like have a cup of coffee with you yeah. to ask you like, hey, well, 
How did you get started? What kind of struggles did you have? Um, what has been like your proudest moment and things like that? So that's what I really like to do in the podcast. So people get a chance to kind of find out about who you are personally, because we all know there's a person behind the dance, you know? Yeah. So today, Sarah, you are a dance instructor and I know you teach multiple styles, but I will allow you to kind of talk with our audience and let them know a little bit about about what your life looks like today. (laughs) Today, um, honestly, I'm really stressed (laughs) because uh, it's about how I am personally because I like to be busy all the time. And the problem is that is when someone ask me to do some project or something like that and I always say yes like okay I will do this video and I will do this Korean and I will do this uh, I will go this way and uh, they way and whatever so um, now it's been a bit, of, bit complicated because it's been hard to manage everything because now I'm my plan when I stop with uh, my last partner with Albir was to to continue in Kizomba in some in somehow, but to return to Bachata world because I I love Bachata too, I missed it a lot. <laughs> so so now it's like I'm doing both and it's been a bit stressful, but I'm trying to do it. <laughs> and we'll talk a little bit about that later in the podcast about juggling both dances because they have different energies, you know. But even before we got to this point today, Sarah, um, you, when you very, very, very first started dancing, um, can you tell the listeners how you first got started into dance? How old were you? Where were you? What dance did you do? Okay, now I am 23 years old. You're only 23? Yes. You're so young. So I'm the inverse of your age. I'm 32. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm, well, in July I will have 24, but <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm young if you compare with the other artists. I, I don't know anyone that with my age, but that is because I started really young, uh, even, even in Latin world, like Bachata Salsa, because, um, well, I was born in Salamanca, in a small city, of Spain is two hours from Madrid and there I started to dance with with when I was seven years old so I've, I just go to academy and I started with ballet and modern dances and I I didn't stop I I continued till I was um, 16 years old so I was like nine years dancing, hip hop, ballet, contemporary, modern, jazz, everything. <laughs> Even a bit of uh, uh, gymnastic. Yes, and um, well, it starts really, really like for chance because um, one, when I was 16 was a contest of couples in, in my city. And I decided with one friend to go, and you could dance whatever you want, but in couples. 
So you you could do a choreo of hip hop or salsa or whatever. So we did like a mix of everything because my my friend knew more or less how to dance salsa. So we started like that and we won the the competition. And to celebrate it, we go to salsa bar. And there I knew my the the guy that after taught me like taught me yes uh, salsa bachata and everything so I started in salsa classes when I was 16 years old and just yes yes I was really really young and just one year after I met I met I knew Kizomba in my city because there was a well, there is still one guy from Guinea Bissau uh, living there so I just and in Spain was just the beginning of Kizomba it was like really really at the beginning this was like six seven years ago yes and after when I was 18 years old I came to Madrid to study in the conservatory professional dance conservatory of Madrid to do ballet and here I met Pablo, I met a lot of people from Salsa Pachata Kizoma in Madrid. And I met Ronald Jara. I don't know if you know him. Well, he's, uh, he's from Chile, but he, he came more or less at the same time as me to Madrid. And he, he loved Kizomba. So he, we, we started to more or less dance together. And we learn, and we well, we saw a lot of videos and things like that. And we gone to African dance art competition in Lisbon. What year was that? Do you remember? I swear it was like 2011, maybe more or less. I'm not, I'm not sure, but yeah, more or less there. Yeah, and I don't know if 2010, 2011. Yeah, but there is a video of it. <laughs> In somewhere, but yeah, really, really old. And if you have the video, if it's on YouTube, we can share it in the show notes for the people to to take a look at it. My God, I I don't even. <laughs> I know that's like torture for some people to ask them to watch a video from more than one year ago, but it's good to see the progression. Yeah, but but it's nice because um, there is a lot of people that thinks that me, I started dancing Kizama with Albi, and it's not true. I started a long time ago. And that's why I love, I think that's why I love more ghetto zouk and Portuguese singers and things like that, because when I started, uh, was that was um, that was Kizomba so uh, I got you. now for me it's being be like too much uh, instrumental, too much remixing is too much. Yeah, <laughs> I love it too. But but if I have to choose, um, you I like would the choose smoother yes, rhythms. Yes, yes, yes. I like I like to go to Portugal to dance there. The singers from there, I really really like. I mean, modern singers, but like Mika Mendes, Landry, yeah, Jorge. the romantic like the Rooney Johnson. Yeah, but they are they are really modern. They are they they did really. Um, they evolved too, but but they still are Portuguese. They have the essence. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> no, for sure, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, 
and yeah and that's it and after after that i made my partner of kiss of bachata sorry and i was then seeing bachata for like two and a half years and your I, bachata partner was ronald no 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 marco another guy from peru yes and I won like six times Spanish competitions of bachata. Nice. Yes, it was like 2013, 2014, and after I stop, I going to leave. I going to leave to Milan because mm -hmm. I did like uh, audition for to dance in the group of Johnny Vasquez. You know, right? Okay. Uh -huh. So I go on there. I was in the group like five, six months was really nice experience but I wanted to come back to Spain and when I come when I came back um I'll be call me <laughs> and we started dance in 2015 and till December last December <laughs> December of last year yeah yeah 2016 We danced like for one year and a half. Okay, I got you. Yeah, so that's when. Yeah, I think I've seen your name around here and there, but that's when like you really, I guess, became introduced to the Kizoma scene on I guess a wider scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with mm. the Albier, with the videos and the demos and things like that. The one, my favorite one is the the Sabawana one. Um, yeah. <laughs> that one was a really fun one to watch. <laughs> yeah, that is is really funny that song when he showed me the song I was like really when there's only <laughs> no but it was really nice the energy of the song is, is really nice awesome awesome and uh, one part in the song where you guys like are walking down the aisle like in the wedding yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 no but I'll be, I'll be it's really funny for that things he's like a, a clown he, he likes to make laugh to the people and yeah in that moment I was like really are you doing this <laughs> <laughs> So was it something But that yeah, was planned was before? No, no, no. I didn't knew that he was really <laughs> going to do that because he showed me the song and and because he was like, I want this song. I want to do them on this song. Lana. And I, I I just listened once and after he put, because we never prepared the, the demos, never, <laughs> never, ever. And because sometimes was like we finished the class and he was like, you want this one, this song or this one? And it was like, whatever. And was like that, like that, like if you put one song, it's okay. If you put other one, it's okay too. So, but that day he put that one, but I didn't knew that he was <laughs> planning to do that. Maybe he, he, he didn't thought he just did it in the Yeah, in the moment. In the moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So you yeah. said something that caught my attention. You said that you never, ever planned the demos. Yes. <laughs> with Albir, never, never, never. What, what about with what, your what, other partners, like in Bachata or for Kizomba, like for other demos that you do? Do you guys agree on the song before the class? Or is this always like a surprise? Um, well, I didn't did a lot of demos with uh, anyone mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean okay, so just with Albir uh -huh. yeah with Albir after with Jojo uh, I didn't know about the songs neither um, with Ena we planned to do one uh, one song of DJ Kayel because we liked 
but not prepare. I mean, preparing because people sometimes is was like telling us like, uh, no, but you like letting us think like people think that we prepare the steps or the, the stocks okay, in the music like or things like that instead of a freestyle. Yeah. And I swear, I swear we never ever because no, we just feel the music and that's it. Okay. So my next question, if you're not preparing the demos, um, where do you get the confidence to dance with you? Are you guys practicing every day, every other day or? You know, it's, it's strange because, because we we have an incredible connection, I think. Yeah, like um, with the time, yeah, for sure. At the beginning, we, we train a bit. But at the beginning, I'm talking about the first month to dance together, of dance together. Because he was maybe correcting me some things or I was understanding how he feels the music, things like that, no? But... But after the first two months, maybe, um, no, <laughs> we never practice like dancing. Yeah, we sometimes dance in the, in the social, but I think, I think I consider me a more or less good follower and him, as everyone knows, he's a incredible mis- interpreter. Interpreted musical interpreting. Yeah, his musicality is insane. <laughs> yes, and and as leader, is is incredible too. He's soft and and he controls the weight really really good. And I don't know, we we fix really 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 good. That is crazy to know that you guys had that much of a connection and chemistry to where you didn't have to plan the demos and. I could see the progression of your demos as you guys were yeah. dancing more and more together. It got more and more in tune with one another. One yeah. thing that I really liked to watch was like before you guys were just kind of like grooving by yourselves, kind of like feeling the music a little bit. And then you'd come mm. together and dance. It was really nice to watch. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can see that we really, I think, Mm, when you really love music and you love the music that you are listening and you are a dancer, <laughs> you have to dance even if you have a partner or not. So I'll be going to play the music and I was like already dancing and he comes dancing and after we dance together. But for me, that's normal. That's awesome. That's really yeah. awesome. So um, <laughs> some of my friends who knew that I was going to be interviewing you, they had some questions on how to become better followers. So we're going to talk about that. But before yes. we do that, I have one last question. Uh, what would about um, the partnership with Albir? What would you say was your, I guess, proudest moment or like your highlight of dancing with Albir? Uh, well, um, there was many moments, I think. Because when you realize, first, I mean, as as couple of, of dance, when you realize that for your work, for the work that you are doing, you are visiting so awesome places. Like when we were to Dubai, we were like, we cannot believe it. Like we were like, this is not true, <laughs> really. And for example, I don't know, going when it's not I cannot say like just one moment okay. like the highest but but for example when you go far 
and you realize that people, you see the faces of the people watching you dance, like, I don't know, crying or smiling or really happy or trying to touch you because they think you are not true. As couple, like, yeah, yeah, as couple, like, like, you guys are amazing, you guys, you guys taught me, uh, to- taught me <laughs> yes that told me uh i i didn't kidoma for you or things like that <sighs> that moments are really really like uh, unforgettable yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah yeah sure sure yeah but pff, i don't know I, I i cannot say like moments three moments uh, i got you yeah. No, that's awesome so it sounds like you got a lot of satisfaction of just inspiring people to continue to dance you know Let's take a quick moment to thank our sponsors. And now back to our show. 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 So now let's talk about your, you said you're really, really good follow. And I know lots of follows. I know lots of follows that um, look up to you for your following Mm -hmm. ability because you see it in the demos that you had with um, your dance partners. Um, So what would you say makes a good follow for you or is it something, I know you said that you trained when you were younger with ballet and modern and things like that and with hip hop. Um, but the main thing that I, the main two questions is like, how do they become lighter? And then mm-hmm. also, I guess, confidence with styling. Okay. Um, so for me, how to be better follower after styling, uh, have, how to be a better follower for me um first um I, I say always this in classes but i think will help a lot of girls this this sentence i i i i think not a lot of girls realize that but one of the things why we are sometimes stronger uh, as followers is because we do big steps and we should walk like really small and really on the on the points. Uh, if you wear heels for me, it helps for me. Or even if you don't wear, it's it's okay. But go like up. I don't know how to say in English. Like uh, yes, yes, straight posture. And for me, I think it helps a lot. Had work on on ballet too for the posture for the shoulders, for the the tension on the arms and to know where 
where you can put pressure, when you cannot put put tension, how to how to uh, how to answer to the guy to that tension, you know, in the arms, and how yeah, and where uh, when you can be more relaxed. That I think you have to dance, dance, dance a lot. But for me, girls, now you are listening to me. <laughs> Be really, really careful on the left arm because it's really important for the following because there's so many girls that re relax at all that arm and it's not good. Because when you feel some, for example, fast steps, you have to answer with that, with that arm. A lot. No, it, sure. helps, it helps a lot. And the connection. The connection even, I mean, uh, on the abs, on the legs, for me is really important to feel the legs of the of the guy to follow mm -hmm. because that will help i mean if you are you have connection and you are working with your left arm and you have the the frame and the position and you are straight um, you will feel everything that your your little will do Uh, the weight chains, the slow motion things. For me, it's really, really important to have that things. And after, when you are a perfect follower, after you can start working on the styling, not before. Okay, awesome. And do you have any tips for followers to be able to style without interrupting the lead? Is that more about keeping the, the core kind of maintained or... What do you do to find a good moment to even style while you're dancing in Kizomba? Yes. Okay, for me, I I focus my styling on the hips, always, always. Uh, all my classes of styling are are focused on hips movements. I don't believe in work on arms in Kizomba. Um, me, it's just my opinion. For sure. Uh, for the chest. Mm, can be just if the guy uh, let you do it. But for me, for example, I will never make one girl work on the chest because uh, 80% of the guys don't lead you things on the chest, mm -hmm. for example, in my case. Uh, but I think that from the hips, legs, feet, It's a lot of work for the girls that you should um, work on it to be, I don't know how to say, like more pretty from outside. Uh -huh. <laughs> like to the people that is watching you dance while sure. you are dancing. The legs are really, really important. Feet, it's okay. If you wear heels, it's fine for me. <laughs> But legs, straight legs, or when you are doing tarashinya, to know how, where, where do you have to, to bend your knees or when it's not that much, that really good. Or And after, in the hips, there is thousand movements to practice. Um, mm, for sure, for sure. Okay. Um, you mentioned several times the difference of uh, heels and, and flats. And I see people in the Kizoma world, especially the followers, uh, some of them wearing more flat shoes and some of them are wearing heels. Um, yeah. Obviously, I think you prefer heels, but I know a lot of followers who train and they, they don't have the same balance that they do in their heels. Um, what tips would you have for the ladies who are struggling with balance in their heels? Because obviously, I know girls who wear heels just because they, they know that they feel sexier in their heels, mm. you know? But, I mean, they can't really last all night long dancing in their heels, you know? 
me if I don't if I don't have uh, uh, pain in the feet because of the heels, I dance better with heels than without. Um, I think it's because I'm used to dance on heels for mm. salsa and bachata. I got you. For me, it's that. But each girl is difficult. Uh, is different. Each girl uh, feel the floor different. Mm -hmm. So you cannot say. I mean, me, I will never say to one girl, no, you have to put heels. If you are comfortable without, it's okay. Me personally, I prefer to dance uh, kizomba salsa bachata with heels. Mm -hmm. But after it depends on each one. <laughs> I got you for sure. All right, last question on your follow ability. Um, mm -hmm. Some of our listeners were curious how, wh when you practice, how often do you practice? And when you do practice, like for working on yourself, what do you focus on? Okay. First, I don't practice so much um, alone. Mm -hmm. My my practice time is social. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. It's in the social. Me, I, I really, really, really love social to go to social, to dance with every guy, mm -hmm. with everyone, because you always learn, you always can practice your styling, you always can practice your musicality, because girls, we have musicality too. Mm -hmm, definitely. <laughs> and we have to practice on that, because uh, we are focused on follower, on following or styling, but for me, the last um, step... <laughs> And the highest one is the musicality for awesome. girls too. Because me, I, I dance, I follow, I, I try to do my styling. But when you are able to express yourself with the music without interrupting the guy or in one way that the guy, that is fine for, for him, mm -hmm. that's the, the best moment. <laughs> no, for <laughs> the sure. The musicality, I feel, is like the, the holy grail. And or when, or that the guy is in is doing things with the music, playing with it, with it, and you can help him. It's mm, definitely, yeah. I've told some followers that the dance completely changes when I feel like you're dancing on the same sheet of music, you know. Yeah. Versus the follow not being what's going on, you know. And I feel mm -hmm. like once you're able to train and practice the musicality and work on your balance and your posture and things like that. To where mm. it's easy, and once that part is easy, then it's easier. You have more brain capacity to focus yeah. on the music and on your partner, you know. But if yeah. you're focused so much on yourself because of balance and your weight transfer, and you don't yeah. know your body, then but but the it's like everything step by step. Don't get stressed. But if you really want to to reach that that point, um, yeah, it's about practicing a lot. Mm -hmm. Definitely. <laughs> dance, dance with so many different guys because each one leads different. Um, everything affects to the to the leading to even the the um, altura. Uh -huh. altura? The, the height. <laughs> the height, uh -huh. yes, and the style for sure. <laughs> so. Um, for me, it's like in, in my to my students, bachata, I always say the same. You have to dance with a lot of of guys, not just with one or two. Because yes, you will get, you will be really good following them. But after, when you dance with others, yeah, and you have happens. to be adaptable. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, I appreciate you 
sharing your tips and your insights and your experience on your follow. I got a chance to dance with you for the first time in Sweden a few mo- a few weeks mm-hmm. ago, and it was awesome. Um, super, super light, super musical. It, it was it was awesome. So I'm glad that you're able to share uh, some of your tips with the follows that are listening. Um, <laughs> at this time, we can go ahead and start to wrap up the podcast a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Before we get to the point to where you give your advice to the listeners about dancing and, and in general, things like that for Kizomba and other dances, um, you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that you were a little stressed because you're doing bachata and Kizomba and both of them at the same time. Do you have any goals for the rest of 2017? Like, what are you looking forward or what are you striving towards? <laughs> well, um, me, I consider me not a bachata, salsa, and kizomba dancer. I consider me as dancer. Uh-huh. So as a dancer, I'm still taking class of ballet, jazz, um, or all the things when I can. I love Afro house. I love, um, I would like to do like ballroom, things like that. As a dancer, my, my goals are keep, keep learning, keep learning and always, um, try to get better. And for that, I'm trying to, to, uh, compete again in bachata because for me competition is the thing that makes you grow yeah, as this sure. the most so yeah I uh, so yeah for me uh, my goal will be um, uh, win a lot of competition <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no but always learn learn for example for Kisomba the culture the music uh, even for me as much you work, as much you know yourself, what you are able to do, what your body is able to do, mm-hmm. what your your musicality is able to 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 reach, I don't know, to to go on. Um, I think every day you learn something, um, and it's really important to learn from others too, for others from others that are doing the same as you but but it's really really important to appreciate what other what others are doing but for me mainly 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 most important too is to be um, yourself in the things that you are doing uh, copy others um, is not the way I think Mm. And that's because easier said than done. You you can be inspired of, of others. You can learn of others for sure. But the best thing for you will be put your essence on the things that you are doing. So for me, le- learn about the people can be, um, for example, like this. Um, listen interviews. Listen in which way your idols in some way to say uh, work to to be there to be on top for example but you have to to write your own story like your own way to read the things your your own style for sure <laughs> for sure that's awesome all right sada um, I'll just let you let the people know if they want to reach you or contact you. What's the best way for them to reach you? 
Yeah. Uh, well, actually, I I have my profile, my personal Facebook, but it's like full. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. After I have my my official page on Facebook, it's Sara Panero. That's it. And I have Instagram too. If you want to see like photos or what I'm doing every single day, uh-huh. <laughs> you can see it there. <laughs> yes. Are you on Snapchat? Well, I have. No, I don't. Okay, so just Instagram I don't Instagram because I, I was like, I was like, no, this is too much. But now <laughs> Instagram is the same, and I use, I'm using the same. So. But no, no, it's okay with Instagram. I'm okay. Okay, awesome. All right, Sarah. Well, thank you so much for taking some time out of your night. Um, I appreciate you sharing your tips and your story, and to inspire our listeners. And I look forward to seeing you on the dance floor sometime soon. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm think. Well, it's not sure. It's not confirmed, but I will be. No, confirmed is that I will be in Canada in April, last weekend, and in July maybe I will be in New York. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> so I will let you know, and maybe because you live in Texas. Yeah, right? I live in Austin, Texas. Texas. Yeah, but in any case, I will I will ask you for some kizuma pai in New York. Yes, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. But yeah, um, I am happy that kizomba is growing like it's doing because that means that no matter where you go in the world, you can do kizomba, and that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Even even in I was last last summer in Shanghai in China and uh, yes teaching teaching some uh, well bachata salsa and kizomba lady styling I had a bootcamp of kizomba lady styling was full of of girls and I was like wow kizomba is even here yeah it's yeah. a worldwide phenomenon yeah 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 it's not because it's, it's not it's like a drug yeah definitely <laughs> All right, Sana. Well, thank you so much for your time. Uh, we'll see you around soon. And thank you so much once again for all of your tips and inspiration. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks to you to invite me. <laughs> thank you for checking out the Dance Your Heart on Fire podcast today. Be sure to check out neokizomba.com for links to everything that we chatted about today, as well as some awesome free resources to enhance your Kizomba journey. Kizomba.